All right. So, welcome everybody. Thank you for attending the 2019 San Diego Comedy Festival. Uh, this is our podcasting panel. Uh, today with me, we have uh, actually some really talented podcasters. Uh, Anthony LaCapa, uh, formerly of the Ronin Podcast. Uh, he's currently working on a new project called, uh, what was that called? Uh, that reminds me of a story. Mm. With uh, featuring Brian Kearley as well, uh, executive producer of the podcast or the festival, so that's pretty rad. Uh, next, we have Adam Connie of the Adamant <laughs> Podcast. Hello, great. Uh, <laughs> and uh, last but certainly not least, we have Big Irish Jay Hollingsworth of the Hollingsworthless Podcast and Aska and Aska. Yeah. Was it, uh, oh yeah, that's a, that's the new the yeah. new one. Yes, and that's actually that's a, another really cool project to check out. Uh, who's that? Who uh, who's your co-host on that one? Kev on stage. Kev on Kevin stage. Fredericks. Cool. All right. So we have uh, some questions here, uh, podcast orientated. You know, like what are things to think about when you're podcasting? Uh, you know, maybe some tech stuff. We can definitely talk about that. Um, once we go through the questions, we're going to open up for Q and A with about 20 minutes left in the hour. Um, my name is Bill Laskowski. I am the uh, creator and producer of Meat Sweats, the podcast. Uh, my co-host for the show is Matt Walker right over here. He's going to be handling our production today, so thank him very much. He carries that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got your back, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jay. Thanks so much, Jay. Oh, I just got to channel my inner Australian so I don't start swearing at people on this thing. Um, Australians swear. I know they do, but like I pretend I'm Steve Irwin, and he never did. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he just touched crocodiles in inappropriate places. Um, all right, so we're gonna open it up with this first question. Uh, what is the best way to start a podcast? Big J Hollingsworth knows the answer to that one. Uh, do it. Just do it. No, oh, yeah. you said you were over there. You said being famous. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> well that's to start a successful oh, podcast. Yeah. If you yeah. want to just start a podcast, just do it. But yeah, like, uh, and that was Adam, I think it was Adam Carolla said, if you want a successful podcast, be famous and then start a podcast. Yeah. And then you'll be, it'll be successful. I think the best way is the lowest production value as possible. <laughs> like, that's, that's, I mean, the least you have to do, the better you oh, look at are set. Here's sweetheart, The, the more inclined you are to, to do it, you know? But if you if you if you have like eight mics, a mixing board, two laptops with forty four ports, I I think I I get what you're saying. Like as as simple as you can yeah. start doing it. Like don't overthink. Oh yeah, I think, say production value. Yeah, Oops. Yeah, don't overthink what you need to do. <clears throat> like you, all you need to do at the beginning is capture an audio file. Yep, that's it. My favorite, uh, I think like everybody's favorite, uh, Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. Yeah, that started. He would just call at like a recording service. And just do like fifteen minutes and just exactly, shoot it up. exactly. So, yeah, uh, Anthony, any anything to add there? Uh, personally, I think uh, having a pretty fleshed out idea. Um, uh, not that you don't have to have that always, but one of the things that I think discourages a lot of people when they start a podcast is that they're like, "I'm going to start a podcast." And about 10 episodes in, they're like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't really know what or why they started it. So, like, uh, usually uh, to, to get a more of a step ahead, I guess, is, like, talk to your friends about 
what am I doing and what would be interesting to get other people engaged in listening to this? And I think that'll just help you get to where you want to go quicker. Yeah, I think uh, having a themed, like basically exactly what you're saying, like a theme uh, will definitely kind of get you a few steps ahead. Like Meat Sweats and my podcast, we both are just kind of like free form. Yeah. Um, But then like the Ask a Podcast I do where we we interview somebody that you would never interact with or usually wouldn't interact with on a day-to-day basis. Um, And that's, you know, that's been blowing up. Uh, Also, piggybacking on what you were saying about the equipment thing, um, I, when I first started, I was doing it on my phone. Sounded like shit, but you know, I was doing it and I wanted to be, oh, that's another thing, be consistent. When you do it, don't. No, I think that's the. That's I think. I think we're, yeah. we're jumping ahead here. So oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was. Just, I was just going to say, like, yeah. uh, what you were saying about easy production. Like, I I use a H4n Zoom or Zoom, and uh, I have splitters and mic, but I, everything is in a backpack that I can. I'm mobile. Yeah. I can do it. Everything, and it sounds just as good as anybody with like. Yeah. Like has a huge expensive setup. So that that is the next question. Uh, what type of equipment do you? So you use uh, H4n, <laughs> which is a product made by Zoom. Zoom actually makes a ton of really great products for zoom, audio zoom, zoom, and audio and video recording. Um, and the H4 is just a, it's a handheld and you always have a file on that. Uh, Anthony, what are you what are you currently on? Uh, current uh, oh, that's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, mixer, some cables, some mics. No, I mean our setup's pretty simple. I've I've gone I've been doing like live audio sound since I was uh, sixteen, so about eighteen years. Going to Jay's point, like I didn't actually start learning real production audio until I went to college, and everybody had the Zoom recorder mm. for live sound, and it was. It was like a game changer if you wanted to be able to pick up like record. I got into broadcast journalism, so mm. doing interviews is what we would like setups like this all the time. And as soon as I could afford a Zoom, it was amazing. But to go back, you don't have to have that to start. No, right. You just need to, you know, have a will and desire to to do it because stuff that you run through. Because that question, that second question, is so broad to me. You have to. Think about like what software am I running on the computer? Like, what computers am I running? What kind of mixers am I using? Like, that that gets really uh, technical. <laughs> Does it, it? It really can. Uh, Adam, do you? What do you? What do you re- record on? I normally? use a, uh, a, a a snowball microphone. Okay, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> I just dude, perfect. Yeah. Do you go through your, you go through really your laptop? Is. Right into GarageBand. Yep. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, actually, it's, it's that's a two part question. Like. For, because I have two episodes. I have one where I do uh, like a 45-minute rant about whatever thoughts I have. Yeah. And then the Sunday episode is with a guest. So when I have guests, we go to a studio. Okay. Where there's a task cam and mm. stuff like that. But, okay. you know, again, just so keep it. So alone, you're... Alone, so I'm sitting in my room. Alone, he's on uh, yeah. a USB condenser microphone that you can get for like 40 bucks. 20 bucks 20 on bucks. Craigslist. 20 bucks on Craigslist. 20 bucks plus a hand job. He's right there. I bought it for off him. Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> soft hands, soft hands. That's wow. why it's called a snowball. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Craigslist. Ew. <laughs> Careful on Craigslist, everybody. There's guys like uh, Adam Me. Connie coming around. Um, as long as my name gets said. <laughs> the, Anthony brought up a really good point here too, and that is like, okay, so I have this piece of equipment, whatever it is. You bought a USB mic. 
you bought a uh, you have a board like we have over here in the corner. You have a board with a mixer that's running from a codec cable into your computer. Um, how the what what do I do with that? You know, like where do how do I turn that into a sound file? And so then you have to pick whatever software you're going to use in that situation if you're using anything that's external. And I'm going to say right now, before you get confused looking this up, they're typically co typically called a DAW. So when you're looking for software and you get hung up on what's on the Internet, it's always referred to as a DAW. And that's like GarageBand or Audacity. And Most people, like what we're recording in here, sorry, I didn't mean to, oh, no, what recording perfect. on in here is Audacity. And, you know, going back to being a live audio guy and how I got to where I am is I failed a million times to finally start getting okay at it. And one of the early things I had was an old shitty laptop running Audacity. And when you would do a long podcast, legitimately, it would take somewhere between 8 to 24 hours to export a two-and-a-half-hour episode. Yeah. And over time, you start realizing there's better ways to work through that and um, better, better equipment, um, having great uh, things like the H4N. One way to just like getting over a lot of hurdles is being able to record the audio on an external audio card it, like an H4N and then in, just import it onto your computer. Like you don't have to get all the other software and do unless you want to start doing things fancy where you're putting... Uh, intro songs like Meat Sweats has you can you know bring bring levels up down but like that starts getting into uh, not technical stuff but stuff that's more frustrating and depending on how much you want to fail over and over and over again at trying to figure that out Audacity has tons of videos but it's a very dense program and it's free but you can get lost real quick in it yep I uh and this is for anybody, if somebody's watching this or anybody that's here that ha ha wants it. Um, I think it was about four or five years ago, Ari Shafir uh, said that for his podcast listeners, he's like, people ask me what I use, what my settings are, all that. So he's, I think it was a podcast he did with Ralphie Mays. Like at the end of this, I'm going to tell you everything. So I listened to that and uh, I wrote down all that info. Um, all the equipment I've bought, I have like the links for it. So I've, I've given this to probably 10 people over the years where um, people ask me about like what I use and settings and everything. And I have this whole document that has the links, the, the information, the settings in, you know, I, like for uh, GarageBand and everything. So if anybody wants that um, and they're interested, I can, it's a, just cut and paste awesome. and I can send it awesome. to them. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Don't ever cut me off to again. <laughs> <laughs> anything to <laughs> Anything to add, Adam? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're so angry. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I, like, I stick with that, the kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely do. Um, sometimes my audio, like, I, I'll listen to it. I won't even listen. I, my episode is uploaded no more than 15 minutes after I finish recording. Okay, so you, you know, don't do a lot of... I don't do... I'm like, I just... Yeah, I, you don't I do a lot of post. I, make, I spot check it, make sure the sound, you know, the sound is listenable. Yep. And then I just get it up there. Because, okay. I mean, in the end, the whole point of this is just getting some getting content out there that's palatable, that people can just... Because I... When Are people you, listen to podcasts, they're jogging, they're walking, they're dark, they're doing something else. Yeah. Are you doing that You're through like the, uh, GarageBand? I do it through GarageBand. So, okay. like, on their export, you just have, like, the direct share to... No, no, I, I, I share it to my 
my my my uh, hard drive. Okay. I put okay. it on my hard drive, and then I upload it. I use Lib- Libsyn, okay. so then I upload it to that. But we'll, another, get, it, we'll get into another, that a little uh, bit yeah. more later. Like, say, with just the here's a quick shortcut. Yeah, yeah. The share to uh, an export. One thing I did want to bring up is uh, just microphones too, because these can these can be kind of like uh, intimidating thing. Because literally, you can go from like four dollars for a pile microphone off of Amazon to three hundred to five hundred to thousands for Shures and uh, all these like Sennheisers and different mic setups you can get. These mics pr- right here are kind of the gold standard for anything live sound. Uh, they're a dynamic microphone. They just require regular power. They can run off pretty much any setup, and they're about. Tw- Fifteen. <laughs> That's all right. See, when you use a dynamic microphone, it doesn't pick up right. that kind of sound. It's got a pretty small area of sound pickup. That's why you have to make you have to make sure your guests are on them. That's the difference between condenser and dynamic. Dynamic has to be talked into. Condenser is going to pick up ambience. Um, for podcasting, these are great. They're like twenty bucks. They're the Behringer. XM8500, you can get them on Amazon, they're fantastic, and they're pretty versatile for everything, so just a little tidbit to throw in there. Sorry about that, that that man, that went by, I, I looked out, and it was just yeah. a little lady on a moped wearing a helmet making what a lot of noise. What are you going to do? I was going to so say one other thing about the equipment, uh, something yeah. I've, I, I do now and that has helped me, so when I first started I had black mics, black cords, and uh, recorded a podcast, uh, and there was four people on it. And one of them was cutting out, so now I have to go through and figure all that mm. out. So what I do, what I've been doing now for the last five years, every mic I have has a colored uh, sponge yep. over yep. it, and every cord is the matching color. Yep. So, and I always like I always use the green one. Kane always uses orange. And so if uh, you know somebody's mic's cutting out, we immediately know exactly from the color coding. Exactly, and you know. that's just stuff. You learn that stuff with time. Like here, we have just these little rolls of. Uh, there's these little rolls of tape on them. They're not even tape. They're Velcro. And we have one here and one over at the at the soundboard. And if we have a problem on a channel, we can identify it and take care of it pretty quickly. Yeah. So that's important there and again. Um, I'm next green. question I have for everybody is uh, what equipment would you just love to have? Like something that you don't have. Maybe you've used it through somebody else's uh, podcast is there anything you've come across where you're like, damn, I wish I, I re- really wish I had that? Uh, a studio would be dope. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not to sound like I, mean, I don't mean that as like a smart ass answer. Like, uh, I'm part of the comedy pop up network, and um, uh, for Hollings Worthless, and then Aska is part of Kev on Stage Studios, um, and Kev has a has a studio which is great um, for Aska, but the the comedy pop up one. I don't really go to the studio uh, as much I, because I'm traveling for the Hollings Worthless, but like having a studio uh, where you have a, a consistent backdrop if you do video too, is I think is great. And then this thing, which I just found out about your eight, was it Q8 or eight uh, Q? The or Zoom Q8. Yes. Yeah. But I was reading the reviews on the video. They said it wasn't eh. Uh, it can. It's it, the the best it's got. It's uh. It'll s- shoot in two point seven k. So that translates to like seven twenty p. Okay. Um. But I mean, for this. Yeah. For what we're doing here, you don't need a lot of definition. Okay. We're not moving uh-huh. around a bunch. We're not you know doing crazy stuff like we're a bunch of people sitting here talking. You yeah. Know, I like, mean, it, uh, so for those listening, uh, 
uh, dedicated camera, like a, and you were saying it's the Zoom Q8. Yep. Yeah, I think that's because uh, I've just been using my phone. Yeah, I, use I my mean, phone uh, too. Uh, you can go GoPro, you can go phone. The Q8, I liked it because and I was on a DSLR. I was on like a full camera setup, like Holly's holding, where it had you know it was uh, I had a I would use a shoot on a twenty four millimeter lens, and I had to figure all that stuff out, and then I had to figure out how to use these settings within this camera and like uh an iso setting which is like the light set like there's a lot of stuff with the dslr that i was just it was it was almost too much you know so i wanted to keep it simple stupid like i wanted i wanted to simplify my process to get what i wanted out to people and i think that leads to something that happens a lot when people do start a podcast is they over equip themselves yes they don't they get into this going I need a mixer. I need all this other different, all the, like you read a couple articles online and you just get so lost in everything you need that you end up with a ton of stuff. You don't know what you're doing. Right? <laughs> so, and, and no guests. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or downloads. Like that's uh, like, like, yeah, that's, I know. <laughs> so to like, to that, to answer that question for me, it's almost like I almost piggyback on Jay. What I wish for isn't necessarily like, Equipment, I, the equipment that I would like to keep using, or maybe even more of, is like the H6, just because it gives me a few more mic inputs. But those are like they are the easiest of easy. And outside of that, like just having a really really nice Mac that mm. has like Logic on it, two hundred yeah. bucks too. That's like that's the licensed version of GarageBand that lets you do a lot more stuff. And I I produce music so that's mm. why i would want it you don't even need that garage band is so versatile just for podcasting that honestly the simplest setup you can have usb mic and a mac laptop and you can be podcasting in five minutes and sound professional yeah it's ridiculous let me ask you this uh do you think because i don't know do you think it's uh definitely easier using mac versus windows um, for podcasting just uh <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna What's I'm that? gonna kind of jump jump across and say I think it depends on the platform you came up using. Okay. I use both. Okay. That's uh, that's the thing is uh, I I learned on Audacity. I found GarageBand was, but this was also again <laughs> the the laptop I was using at the time was so slow that Audacity was taking oh, forever okay. to export. Yeah, yeah. So by the time I actually got a Mac, it was like oh cool my I. I'm exporting this file and it's only taking 30 minutes. Right. So I can go out and have a cigarette come back and it's done. And that that sort of thing is like, uh, to me, I, also, <laughs> not to be fair, I worked in IT. So I had to know how to use both platforms. Right, right. To Bill's point, I think it is important that uh, go with what you're more comfortable with. Audacity can look intimidating. Um, I would say your best bet is to watch some intro videos, but it's super easy to use. Gotcha. So. That's my two cents on that. All right. Let's go back to our questions here. Um, I don't like your energy, Bill. It's kind of really negative. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I had a bang. I'm ready to bang. Uh, can I have, you? Can, I have you, a bang. I'm ready to bang. Yeah, man. Like a bang. Oh, energy. bang. Okay, oh, cool. I didn't see that. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't being creepy. I promise. <laughs> uh can you create a great podcast without all the fancy bells? And I think we've really kind of covered that yes, question. You, you definitely can. You don't need them. Um, I think yeah, we've like covered that one. Yeah, there's so many overproduced podcasts that you just like. Well, I mean, 
it's just what do you want to make? You know, like, and then how... I think how realistic is your vision for your skills and then like kind of you kind of go from there mm-hmm. and you pick stuff up along the way. It's a journey. Any Anything to add to that sentiment? I think if you decide to do it on your own, be ready to fail a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, or, yeah, absolutely. Or your other option is getting somebody like Bill or me or one of these guys to sit down and help you through the process initially to essentially produce it for you. That's kind of mine and Brian Kearley's new podcast. I don't interact on it as much as I did on my other podcast. I'm kind of more of a producer and let him be the talent. And that's just because he said, like, I don't know how to do this. And doing that is going to take me a ton of time. And for me, I've done it so much. It's really quick and easy. So you have options. It's just kind of what road you want to go with it. I would also say... uh like we'd mentioned earlier, if you have a theme or a, like a, a format or an idea of a show um, other than just talking, I think it'll probably, that's great. Uh, but also don't be set in anything. Be open to everything. Like when I yeah. first started the Hollings Worthless uh, podcast, it was just me talking for like an hour. And I don't know why, but I would yawn a <laughs> thousand times on my, on my own podcast. Like literally every five minutes I was yawning. And then I think like fifth or sixth episode, I had a... a buddy phil come on and it was like great rapport and he was like so different than me that eventually he became the co-host yeah. and uh and then it, it grew from there you know and so i would say uh however you start don't be so set like that you you're like i have to i started with this format i have to stay this way you know? yeah that's that's huge and i think kind of the cool thing about it being your podcast this is what i always found was like adding more ideas to it like what else mm-hmm. can i do with this because yeah. Uh, my Ronin podcast was guest interviews and I loved it. I love getting drunk and high and just talking to people for three hours on end. But eventually there's a certain point, like a lot of things where you kind of want to do more or yeah. do like, and you can play with that cause it's your podcast. So like, let's add in a segment of this. And then you realize, Oh, that was terrible. Why did I do that? What am I, maybe that's a different podcast. Maybe I'll just do something else with that. You know, like when, be willing to try other things with it. When people talk to me about, um, naming their podcast, I, I tell them just don't, don't name the podcast something you have to stick to. Yeah. So like give, keep it a loose podcast. So like if you decide to go over here and do that, uh-huh. you can keep the same podcast name. You know, you're not just so it's like it's like the interviews every episode podcast. Now you have to have an interview every episode. You can't just have a stream of thought podcast. Yeah, I get you. And what's weird about that, too. So interestingly enough, the way we came up with that reminds me of a story for our storytelling podcast was because during our podcast, we really wanted to focus on the actual storytelling aspect of it. But when you're with comics, you have a tendency to all ramble and just bullshit and have a good time. Like what's happening right now? And so uh, what? when me and Brian were driving in the car, I said, what we should really focus on is whenever we start um, going down too long of a tangent, somebody should say, oh, hey, that reminds me of a story. And then start telling a story based off that so that we could get those ideas better in our podcast. Um, Sounds like an improv game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it kind of is, but it, what, that's what you have to do when we're wrangling around comics that don't know how to fucking oh, keep no, but way better than, thought <laughs> Way better than to, Yes And. Like, <laughs> way better. Like, if improv started doing that game, it would, improv would yeah, finally be yeah. good. 
Yeah, but I mean, the, the, to the point of having a name of the podcast, yeah. it was it was a way for us to be able to be like, oh yeah, we we have something that helps us focus. Dude, that reminds me of a story. Perfect. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yes. Da, 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 da. Um. So, uh, next question here: uh, Are you part of a podcast network? Uh, and if so, what are the benefits? And Jay, I think I, I know you are. Yeah, so I was, uh, I actually founded a podcast network with a couple of buddies, uh, which was called Podaholics. Uh, that's gone under. And now I'm part of the, um, for Hollingsworthless, I'm part of the uh, pop up, comedy pop up, uh, comedy pop up la.com. And uh, the advantages of it are, uh, I've, you know, you, you are all kind of like, plugging each other's shows uh we got chris frangiolo's on the network um and uh we have like the the dope dealers podcast we have um candace thompson's on there i mean we have a lot of people but you can promote you can have people on each other's podcasts so hopefully you're going to grab some listeners from each other so that's one of the advantages as far as the the disadvantage i don't really know if there's necessarily a disadvantage uh unless you you know uh, if there's something you don't like in like your your contract or like you know if there's a, you're making money and you don't think you're making enough but if you weren't on the podcast network you wouldn't have that yeah, you opportunity probably anyways. wouldn't be making that money anyway yeah so all right is, are any of uh any of the rest of you on a network yeah you have a network uh, point and yell is uh my production company called okay. point and yell and um that reminds me of a story <laughs> no, point and yell because um when i was shooting my web series fully staffed one of the actors got mad at me it was like all you do is point and yell. So I was like, well, that's who you work for now. And then we just went back to it. But, um, <laughs> and back in, t it's been, I think we started that in 2012. Its height was 2015, 2016. I had a bunch of comics, uh, podcasts on it. And then I was just like, I'm done. Cause it, it was like the disadvantage was if, if the other comics don't really participate uh. in the, in the name sharing thing, then you're doing all the work. And that's what happened. So now it's just me, my podcast and my sons, my 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 two sons, uh, the bonus and the bio, I call them. They have a podcast called From Other Mothers. Okay, and it's <laughs> it's super it's super dope. It's like they're millennials. They're both twenty one, and it's just millennial culture and stuff like that. So, and the cool thing is, I get to talk about how much I love them, and they get to talk about how corny I am. Yeah. And so, if I get a if I get a millennial listener, that's golden. There you go. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, Anthony, you ever been on a network? Mm, no. The closest thing, uh, I think, was the Laughable app. They approached me when, like, they first started, mostly because I had a lot of local comics on there, like almost all of Phoenix local comics on my podcast. Yeah. So. Um, and then I tried starting my own network, which I ended up just producing a bunch more shows that really no, didn't go anywhere so he does not record well with others <laughs> <laughs> you see what i did i mean did I'm, I'm so we're independent with meat sweats and um it, it's just like if you have the opportunity to get on a network there's a lot that can happen for you but like jay said you know like that starts to get into contracts and stuff like that so just be be aware that they're available but also be aware like what you're signing up for and really you know read through stuff before you're just like oh someone's throwing me a bone you know like make sure that bone's not like bad <laughs> or penis that'd be a bad bone sir all right um i was always afraid of that just because like i i mean 
I had an ego before I even had an idea, so I was like, I better, I bet, I don't want them to have my master track. So it's so stupid, so dumb. No, that's I've been there. All right, so uh, do you guys do you guys advertise uh, for your podcast, and how do you get followers to your podcast? I have a couple reads I'm doing, and um, you get followers by social media using the hashtags using the relevant hashtags to your podcast. Okay. Uh, that's one way you get followers. Um, another way to get followers is begging. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, you do a show, you stay, even if you go up first, then you wait 90 minutes or 180 minutes, however long, and then everybody who saw you perform, you, tell, you beg them to listen to your podcast. And you plead during the podcast to get the people listening to your podcast to get their friends and families and enemies to listen to your podcast. You get rid of any sense of dignity that you have mm -hmm. in order that you can get more podcast listeners because being proud is not going to get you podcast listeners. Being cool. I mean, that's right. Like, I've seen people with podcasts just post about their podcast like once a week. And I will post about my podcast twice a day sometimes. You know, it's just like keep posting. Like, okay. uh, and if it bothers, if if, if it bothers, you're kind of like the you do, you do like the gorilla like uh, social media. Yeah. Like, oh, and if I get if I get a coverage. group if I get a group text, everybody who's in that group text is getting a link to my podcast because okay. I did not ask to be a part of that. So, but constantly, <laughs> you constantly find a way to promote your podcast. That's how you get followers. Jay, what do you, what have you done um, to, to get followers and to do? You, do you ever pay for ads or anything uh, like that? Oh, that's what you meant by Kim. ads. Yeah, advertising. Well, both of them. I mean, well, yeah, for, as far as the, I thought you meant get followers, like, or do you advertise your podcast? Like, so the the followers thing. Um, so there's two different. So with Hollings Worthless, uh, I would say that if you have a a certain thing with your podcast, um, like my my podcast, my last name's Hollings Worth. The podcast called the Hollings Worthless Podcast, and every week I do a Worthless of the Week, and I do a video, uh, like as an example, one of my Worthless of the Weeks was people that get in the right-hand turn lane that aren't turning right and you're waiting for them at the light. And I do like a rant and I'm like, and so when I post those every Wednesday, the same day that my podcast podcast comes out. And I always say it in the video, I'm like, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's worthless Wednesday. It's your, it's a Hollings worthless program comes out every Wednesday. It's on iTunes. Here's your worthless of the week. And people like the videos and, uh, and then, you know, it directs them to come listen to the podcast. Um, and I would also say, uh, whether you have video and audio or if you just have audio, but find like a compelling clip yeah. and put that up like a, a minute long. You can put it up on yep. Instagram, everything. And and if you can do a clip that's almost like a cliffhanger, like somebody's saying something and it gets right to the point where you're like, oh, shit. And then it's like, go listen to the podcast. That's a good way to get people to go listen to it. Um, on Kev's, we uh, we kind of do that where we'll we'll have clips of the people that we're interviewing um, and and then also like we've been in the top 100 for comedy podcasts so we'll take a picture or a screenshot of it on the iTunes thing and we're like hey we're at you know whatever we're one or top 200 I should say we're 150 you know we need you guys help can you help boost us up and post that out there and then people will go rate and review and and so that's kind of how we do it on both the podcasts. Okay. You ever have you ever paid for any advertising? Um, we have done sponsored ads for uh, Aska, the Aska podcast, on Instagram and Facebook, um, and then I think Kev's getting a lot of stuff offered to him 
to for people to advertise on the podcast. Okay. But he's got three like it's crazy. I'm doing one with him. He's also got a podcast called R- Ratchet Righteous and Ratchet. Hmm. That's got uh, he's got ads on that, and then he has a Love Hour podcast he does with his wife that is. They've got crazy sponsors on that, so uh, I, and we're trying to decide what we're going to do with Ask if we because it's it's like you don't want to just keep asking everybody to contribute, to, and then you have Patreons too. Yeah, like Patreons, like Kev's uh, Righteous and Ratchet Patreon. It's it's crazy. Like the, the well, ex- and explain them. like what Patreon. Yeah, explain yeah. what a Patreon is. Like so, I don't know, I don't know if everybody else. It, I didn't know what a Patreon was literally until I started watching a guy on YouTube who had a Patreon. Like, yeah. And I've been doing this. Well, so. okay, here's a perfect example. There's a podcast which uh, I'm, I, I have no affiliation with them. I just think it's a great podcast. Uh, laugh po- last podcast on the left. They're awesome, great. Awesome podcast. They do like conspiracy theories and all this different stuff, right? Uh, ghost stuff and, and all this. Um, they have a Patreon. It's, I think it's three comics. They have a Patreon that uh, it's basically Patreon's website is you can say, hey, uh, you know, you're our listeners. We appreciate uh, if you want to help support us and help support the show, you can contribute. And uh, like there'll be levels where it could be like, you know, if you if you can only do a dollar a month, just sign up for that. We appreciate you. Thanks for supporting the show. If you do twenty dollars a month, we'll give you a shirt and we're going to send you a shirt and you're going to get two extra episodes that nobody else except the Patreons get. Um, and et cetera, et cetera. And it can go up from that. The last podcast on the left, guys, last time I checked, I think they get like $40,000 a month yeah. on their Patreon. And like they said to their, their listeners, that it's a great podcast, so all, all props to them. But they, they said to their listeners, they're like, look, all three of us are doing this, and we want to keep doing these shows. And, and, and they, they do a ton of research on their podcast. So they're like, uh, if you want to help us and bring you the best shows – where we can quit our day jobs and we can just make this the best. And they, they do live recordings. They're selling out shows. So good on them. But that's a, that's a great example of how Patreon can work for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you ever paid for any advertisements or anything to that nature? Or uh, Actually, no. So like, I was just thinking about this, uh, looking at this panel. It's like you can see the three stages of getting advertising because like i never i never the first level of sponsorship i ever got was i had a fan and this is what i was going to say to getting followers and fanship is like really engage who's listening to you at a very very low level you'll be surprised what other people can offer you um i it there's a few of my friends here who have been rocking my ronin shirts and uh that was just given to me by a guy who stumbled upon my podcast. Uh, just randomly started listening. Um, I saw him. He started following me on Facebook, and I was like, "Hey, man, thanks for thanks for listening. Like, I really appreciate this." And started a conversation. And within a month, he was like, "Hey, I would love to like uh, throw you some T-shirts. I actually do a T-shirt company down here in Phoenix. He currently actually makes other T-shirts for another comic that we have in Phoenix now." Um, and out of that, I, w- I just started throwing in business. And he, he's now, over, not necessarily because of me, but it, it helps to be able to, to work that out with other people in your community if you really want to kind of start on a lower base level, grassroots, if you will. Yeah, because yeah. I know that's, that's awesome. I agree 100% about engaging with, uh, from like, there's a guy, <laughs> his Twitter handle is Kevin is a ski addict, which I know <laughs> because he, you know, he'll, like uh, I've never. This isn't necessarily. I'm not saying this is the right way, but on my Hollings Worthless program or podcast, I never have ever looked at my numbers. 
really? It's just a personal thing with me. That's very interesting. Um, the reason why it's, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying this is right, but this is just how my mentality is, is like, if I look and I see that there's three listeners a week, mm. then I'm going to be like, why the fuck am I doing this? Or yeah. if I look and there's a million listeners, now I'm like, holy shit, mm. I got a lot of, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So right now I, I enjoy it. I, it's me and my buddy Kane and we have fun and I put them out and every week people comment and you know I'll get a tweet or something I'll like, do this was hilarious when this and I'm I'm happy with that you yeah. know and again I'm not saying that's the right attitude to have but for me and the Hollings worthless show it works you know but I uh, going back to what you're saying absolutely engage with like like Joseph Muldoon's one of my listeners that he's always commenting on stuff and like uh, hey man here's my worthless and you get people like if you have a thing within your podcast uh like a segment, um, you know, people will start making suggestions and, and again, interacting with them. Like people will send me their worthless of the week. They're like, oh, dude, I hate, you know, this. So you should, you should do this as your worthless of the week. And I'm like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, the drinking games came out of my podcast a lot of times, <laughs> yeah. you know, because because a lot of times you, you start, unfortunately, reoccurring themes start <laughs> happening. Yeah. We used to have a drinking game on our podcast every time Matt would bring up that he was in a cult or... Uh, <laughs> or went to law school. <laughs> yeah. Then you get hammered by the end of the episode. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Every time you heard me take a, a, a pipe hit, you had to take a shot. <laughs> Don't you fucking badmouth, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want. Um, what advice do you have for people building a fan base? I think we covered that one. Um, Stop saying nobody's listening in your podcast. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, do don't that. do that. Y'all. God, yeah. there's nothing dumber to do. I don't say that. I just say to the six listeners. Yeah, yeah. do something like that. <laughs> I talk to you my know, mom. Yeah, just <laughs> acknowledge the people that who are acknowledge the people who are a listener. Like I, I've been podcasting since 2012, and I have one guy who still listens to my podcast. <laughs> and since he's been listening to my podcast since then, and I always like I'll be like, if you listen to me podcasting, you know I feel this way about blah 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 Byron. His name's uh -huh. Byron, and I always shout him out. Like, always acknowledge the people you who are listening to you. Hey, Buck, what are we at for time? You're about 39 minutes in. All right. So I think that at this time we're going to open it up for questions from the audience. Um, anybody? Loose. loose. Loose audience. Loose audience. Any questions about podcasting? Make sure you yell and use racial slurs. So you can be heard. Support. Not just on the podcast. No, just <laughs> every day. Hey. Yes, Zara. Hello, I'm Zara. Hi, Zara. Hi, Zara. Okay. Um, sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to do that. No, I'm just talking. <laughs> it just got stolen by everybody. No, in this no room. that's great. That's great. <laughs> uh, and we There's a there's an app. Oh god, my sons use it. You both call in and oh, I cannot remember the name of it, but I've used it. Search online. There cuz you guys they can record from theirs and it'll just email you both files. 
Mm. So you mm. won't have to just record. You won't have to do the garage band on your yourself. You guys each, you just need Wi-Fi. God, I wish. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the name of it. But you both just log in and you plug in your, your, your microphones, however, to this and it records you. Then you press stop and then the program um, buttons up the MP3s and WAV files and emails them to you. Hmm. Okay. But wh what was the rest of what you were saying? Uh, are you saying that there's going to be a Zoom on one side, like there's going to be a Zoom in Oregon, and then you're using a Zoom here? Yeah, and then possibly, depending on where the comic is, a Zoom on there. You don't need that. You okay. need one Zoom. Uh, you need a cable that can go from XLR output to 2.5 millimeter output. And you just plug that into your computer, and you essentially run your computer as a mic, and use a USB mic in through your computer, okay. then Skype call them in a good, real good Wi-Fi zone. Not Wi-Fi, Ethernet. Or Ethernet, yeah. Call them on a cable, make sure they're on a cable, and then all they need to do is have a USB mic, which is, you know, 40 bucks with a snowball. So then you can maintain your face-to-face -face with that person through the Skype call on a webcam in the laptop or something, and at the same time, kind of have it a little more low budget than having Zooms everywhere. Because those are like 200 bucks. Yeah. Facebook has the same option, too. You can use screen captcha as well. Um, that helps. Uh, definitely. Uh, the, the only reason why I say Facebook, not necessarily over Skype. Facebook's free. Sometimes Skype there can you go. cost things. There you go. Um, also, uh, Skype has a little bit of latency um, between. So that's that's one thing when you're um, having long distance conversations to consider is that there's always going to be a little bit of gap between like your how you're communicating with somebody else. So the video aspect of it does help with that. Um, know that there's going to be some overlay in like how you're starting and ending your sentences. So being aware of uh, actively listening during that. Um, but when you're using, like Bill said, you can you can essentially have one audio setup and make sure everybody's land in, and then you can it'll cut down on that that choppiness when you're having to communicate over over network. Okay. And tape a call. That's an no. That's an app I used on the iPhone. The only downside with that one is everybody has to like make sure they're in a good they're getting good reception. It's because it's like you're calling in a conference call and it's recording the conference yeah. calls. But if, if someone's call is breaking up, then it's going to break up. And if you've ever had to do a conference call, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Everybody tries to talk at the same time and it's torrid. So, so but that sounds like a great podcast. Hold, yeah. High hopes for it. Matt's got a. Thank you. I have a question. Hand, hand jobs. Personally, personally, um, I have mostly comedians on my podcast. So if they don't open up, then they just get crushed. <coughs> yeah, that's. I was gonna say I'm. I'm same as usually comics, and I'm, there was a guy that I literally I was like, Jesus fucking talk. I'm like, this is the worst interview. I'll tell him straight up on yeah. the thing. I'm like, this is pulling teeth. If I can talk, you know, he'd like give like one word answers. They're like, great answer. Thanks. <laughs> you know. So I'll usually I'll just I'll call it out because I mean, again we're all comics so who gives a shit? 
Um, coming strictly from a broadcast journalism background, what we learned when you're interviewing somebody, in particular when you're one-on-one -on -one interviewing somebody, um, come up with ways to ask the same question several different ways. Mm. Um, so if you ask somebody a question and it doesn't quite uh, draw out a response that you want, um, try and ask it a little bit differently. I wish I could come up with an example right now, <laughs> unfortunately, but essentially the idea is that um, you ask them in a set of threes that same question, and then you give them a few minutes, not even a few minutes. It, if they're having a hard time, eventually, if you quiet enough, people will slowly talk. So if you can restructure it enough for them to, to really think on it, that seems to help. And if you have a, if you have a co-host, then you and the co-host can kind of carry it. Bounce, yeah. yeah. That's, and that's honest. Honestly, that's why I have a co-host because we've had oh, guests. I thought you liked Matt. Um, <laughs> honestly, he, I mean, he's just pretty. Uh, so he's easy to keep around. Um, but no, it's for real. Like he Having a co-host for me is if we have a guest on that doesn't really get, get into it, then Matt and I can get into it, you know, and we have the wealth of our lives to just talk about and we're pretty free about it. So the wealth... The, you have to, the, the difficulty of that, though, and to be mindful of is um, people who are already shy and having a hard time getting into it might feel as though they're being railroaded over in conversations. And I'm not necessarily saying that these guys do that, but that, that is if you already have a guest that is like struggling to open up to you guys, just be mindful that like how you interact with them after that them trying to jump in might be a little bit more difficult yeah. especially if you're both comics or you know whatever depending on your banter and how things are going it's already hard enough to jump in on a conversation with a group of comics Matt Broom uh, in your opinions is it better to do a video podcast or a regular or is there a benefit or a disadvantage to either one of them can I um, just comment on how he looks like a young Brad Garrett uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say both. Do them both. Have yeah. a, a, like, so with uh, Hollingsworth List and Aska, like, um, well, I'll just use the Aska podcast as an example. Uh, we posted on Facebook Live the whole episode. We posted on YouTube uh, the whole episode, and then we have it on iTunes. So basically, people, and I, whenever I post it, I'm like, New Aska, uh, Aska, Beyonce's drummer is out. Uh, here's the link to the website is theaskashow.com and I say get it how you want it download it or get it you yeah. know however you want it and that way people have options because some people will they'll listen to it but have it running on YouTube at work mm -hmm. and then some people will download it as a podcast so I say do all of them people, that, that's yeah, my opinion and that goes back to the question about how to get followers have it everywhere podcasts are available like don't just be like oh it's just only on iTunes I've seen that happen I will, I will say this too you don't need to have a camera to have a podcast that you put on YouTube. You can do image right. shuffles. You yep. could make, you could just take your sound file and lay it over just like, you know, a picture yeah. of a puppy. And boom, you're on YouTube with mm -hmm. your podcast. Like, you do not need a video yeah. camera to put it on YouTube. You that can was, do it however you want. That was going to be my, my point of all of this is like, how much work do you want to do? Yeah. Because really at the end of it, because a, a lot of, if you're doing all of it on your own, um, understand that you're going to be editing and uploading all on your own. And that's all after you listen. I mean, that if you go back and listen to it, um, Bill's a huge testament to this right now. I watch him, like, he has to edit video and audio and crop photos, and that takes him a whole afternoon. 
And if yeah, you're actually, just starting a podcast, if you're just starting a podcast, you can easily get burnt out by overburdening yourself with stuff that you might not necessarily know um, how to do. I, that's my question, actually. What each of you, how many hours do you spend on, like, not not just podcasting, but, like, your after stuff, your your things that people don't see or think about? How much is your your <laughs> your editing and or lack thereof and, like... So if I get if I get done recording a podcast right now, uh, like we just end right now, I can have my intro, outro music edited, uh, exported, and sent to comedy pop up for them to post. Ten minutes as yeah, far okay. as far as the podcast, the video part, um, I uh, because again, like it's like free flowing, like meat sweat. So it's like there's not a lot of editing. Actually, yeah. there's I really there's no editing other than. You know, just the the sound file itself, and then um, putting the bumpers on it. Yep. But other than that, uh, as far as the video, uh, same. Put a bumper on the front and the back. Upload it to YouTube and date it for you know, time date it for whenever I want it to come out. Um, and that that just takes. I, I mean, I, as soon as I sit, sit hit upload, then I'm i it's You're done. Yeah. Um, only other thing other than that is like getting the clip. That's probably would take the most time is finding the clip I want to use. For when I'm promoting it, and yep. that probably takes for editing and having already twenty to twenty-five minutes. Okay, so you uh, got probably about an hour, probably an hour, an hour in. Yeah. If I do just audio, a half hour, because um, every episode I go to Ross and I take a selfie in the bat in the uh, fitting room with a new outfit on for each episode. <laughs> so like, and I don't name the episode till like mid episode. Okay. So I have to do it. So after I get done recording, uh, do the bumper, you know, the front end, the back end and, and try to find an outro thing, just to leave there, then do the artwork. So it takes like a half hour to get all that. And then just up to uh Libsyn. But if I do video, it's probably another two hours because I don't put up the whole video of my podcast. Not yet. I don't have enough, uh, listeners. So what I do is I put up the whole file, but I zip through. I'll zip through like 15 minutes, show three minutes, then another three minutes here, and then you know just give them spots of the podcast. So if they want to listen to the whole thing, they have to go find the podcast to listen. They have okay, to so you're like trying to feed. put you're using video to push people to your download. Exactly. Okay, I get that. So that, but that process that, that's another two hours. That's about two hours. And so I got I had to get it down. Like yeah. I have ADHD. And just edit, video editing is like just just put just just waterboard me. Yeah, it's and rough. Um, so but I got yeah. it from four hours to two hours. Okay, and La Coppa, I know La Coppa does a lot. <laughs> uh, it it depends uh, for me currently. So like again, this goes back to having your idea fleshed out. Um, storytelling podcast, I have to go back and listen through all of it and chunk out the actual stories, um, which means like. I, I use songs to interchange, so I'm I'm spending time trying to produce and make more of an ambiance or a sound. Um, so it, it does take longer, but when it was just strictly kind of J situation, just I, I know what my intro song is, boom, here's like, there's a break, outro, that takes 30 minutes, but now to like, really, if you want to sit down and produce, I, I take a lot of pride and energy in it so it takes about two to three hours but that's also because i'm listening back to the whole mm. hour hour and a half to because i want these are the parts that are important to grab so that's also a part of it yeah well just out of curiosity uh, what ways do you guys have for your fans to interact with you like a hotline or 
I mean, I mean, Facebook, suicide Twitter, hotline prevention. We, now this new podcast you know, called Suicide Hotline Punchline. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's just like you know, we have a we have a podcast we have a podcast page on Facebook. We have a podcast uh, Twitter. We have a podcast Instagram. Uh, we have the links, the comments in, in YouTube. We have comments through, like, there's just, everybody's so interconnected right now. It just depends on how many sharing platforms you're willing to be a part of. Do you guys, do you guys, I focus on Instagram with I my, honestly put it everywhere. We, we, oh, no, yeah. Well, Matt's like, my, so, make Matt's sure it's my, everywhere. But Matt's like, the social media guy. We put it everywhere and pretty much, like, if there's one piece of content we put on one thing, we put it on them all. Mm-hmm. So, like, something to consider with that, and this is maybe not super important, but as you develop, one thing to consider is are you a live podcast or are you a current, like, yeah, I'm going to do this podcast and then relate, release it later? Because then you have different options to you, like YouTube Live, and then you can interact with your, your viewers live. Twitch is a huge platform right now if you want to get on something that will actually let you interact in real time with your guests. That would be something like. What's the delay on Twitch? Not much. Not if you're on. Yeah, not if you're Facebook on. Live is like six seconds, maybe ten. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I never did live. I, I did it on Facebook. I, yeah, I never died. Too live. It's yeah. not. It's not good. Big Irish. What? You get any, <laughs> anything else to add? Um, what? Uh, I'm, I totally fucking spaced out. My <laughs> head is killing me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, no, I was listening what to what he was saying. I, I, I mean, I we record ours and then um, put it up the next day. So I've never yeah. done, we've never done a live thing. The other thing, too, it would be hard for us to do a live thing because it's one of us would have to look at that right. yeah. to interact, and we don't have, like, we don't have a sound guy to, to throw out the questions for us. Yep. So I know, like, Kev, he does a lot of stuff on Periscope still. And he says oh, like wow. a lot of people don't, but I mean he get he again he has three million followers, so mm. he gets on Periscope and within a minute there's, a, you know like two or three hundred people like oh you know and he's and he'll like he, he used Periscope for, uh like a guest that we might be having on like uh, we did uh, ask a warden a prison warden what what questions do you have and then people would get immediately yeah. ask him this yeah. ask him this okay but, but we've never done like a live one right there okay. Yeah. It just it adds to time. Like I would, I love doing uh, live episodes on Facebook. Um, I did those, and it was a lot of fun. But it just adds time. Okay, uh, we're gonna open up for one last question, and then uh, we'll we're gonna end this panel. Anybody with one last one last door door handle question? Okay. Uh, about interacting with people. Is that, is that yeah, right? no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Please, uh, please, please, uh, please. Uh, Come up to one of the mics. Yeah, actually, because if this is going to be on the podcast, it would be better if we actually have oh, you. Sit on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, say your name. Around? Say your name for us and uh, yes. give us your podcast, please. I just feel weird. All right. Introduce um, yourself. I'll just sit right in your crotch. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, yeah, so you guys interact like. interacting with people. I'm Brian. Uh, my podcast is called Cantankerous Podcast. It's just all things grumpy. Um, so <laughs> Massachusetts my, in the house. Yeah, for real. Um, but to make a, f- everybody has a Facebook page for your podcast, right? But uh, one important thing to do is to have a Facebook group. So even if you have four people that want, listen to your podcast, bring yeah. them in the group and they are part of the thing. So it's like friends of blah, blah, blah podcast uh, that a lot of people don't even think to do that. Because that will grow like a, an engaged fan 
will grow your podcast faster than you can. Um, I will do that. Uh, yeah, I, that's I'm really like, smart. Yeah, something that's that. so easy to do. Wow, um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that was um, that was just one point that I wanted. To, there was another one, but I being in the in the, the mix. I mean, his lap is really. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys you, look like gorillas in the mist. I know. Oh, they look like a married couple. Maybe later. Um, <laughs> and then, um, as far as there was another. Oh, I I had a. Opportunity to talk with Joey Diaz. Who okay, does the church? What did, what did uh, Uncle Uncle Coco say? So he his whole philosophy on the thing was that people people listen to a podcast like it's um, like you would put a cup up to your wall and listen to your na- listen to your neighbors fuck, <laughs> um, you know, and you want to you know you yeah. want to like hear their argument. You want to hear what they're talking. It's like and people they want to hear you you know breathing heavy and burping and fought and that's why <laughs> um and that so he was basically like these people are already maybe they're watching your stand up or they're into you already but they want to like see behind the curtain yeah. more so if it's and I was a person who would over edit I would like go in and take out every breath and all cuz I wanted yeah. it to sound perfect yeah and after talking to him he's like no these people want to just Put the cup up to the wall and be like, "Oh man, I'm hearing something that not everybody gets to hear." Yeah, and I think that that's a, I think that's a cool way to look at. It podcasts. makes people feel inclusive. Yeah. Chewing yeah. and slurping though are pretty yeah. big no-no. Yeah, chew- it's hard like to them. listen to Joey Diaz breathe for like two hours. Be <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah. um, but the, but ambiance um, like that is good though. Like you don't want to try and cut too much of that out. No. Yeah, and just. I think that the number one turn off, like the one number one turn on for me for a podcast is do you have a cool guest? And the number one turn off is talking over that guest. If you bring in somebody super cool that like you want to have a conversation with and then we're like jumping all over everything they say, like it's okay to let the podcast breathe a little bit and let them, let there be blank space where they're thinking instead of jumping on them. And because that's just a huge turn off when people are like, yeah, I did this too. And you're like, well, dude, you got. You got Joey Diaz on your podcast. Shut the fuck up and let him talk. Yeah, he's actually the number one person that does that to his guests, but he's Joey Diaz. <laughs> so but yeah, uh, yeah name drop Joey Diaz enough. I'm gonna uh, get out of Jay's lap. Uh, I perfect. would say that would be the uh, the only advice I have going out is learning to be an active listener on a podcast. It's really hard to do, but like getting a legitimate guest and learning how to just shut the fuck up. Right. And, and, and that goes there. back. And honestly, it's like if you just want to talk. It's your podcast. Yeah. You can just have your podcast where you just talk. But that goes back being being an active listener goes back to the question about how do you engage a closed up guest? Like if you're actively listening to what they're saying, you figure out how to like pry them open, how to get them open more instead of just like talking at each other for like 45 minutes. No closed and no closed answer, no closed question answer question. What? Shut up. No closed-ended questions. No closed-ended questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that. Just leave, you know, what do you think of? Like, give them, give them the opportunity to speak. No yes or no's. Perfect. All right, guys. This will conclude our podcasting panel. Um, definitely, you know, tap one of us on the shoulder if you do have any other questions that you didn't necessarily feel comfortable asking uh, in the group setting, you know, just like school. Come talk to the teacher after class. We'll help you. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming, and thanks for being a part of the San Diego hey, Comedy Festival. I just want to say you did great, Matt. Thank you. Matt killed it. I do agree. <laughs> you know, we're not on my podcast anymore. Yeah. You don't have to be mean to me. 